0: We begin with the letter A. A is for... M is for murder, E is for... Danger!
1: And uh...
2: Dodge with... Monster! Help! Love me and for...
0: B- 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 please help! Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Is For podcast. We are happy that you have joined us tonight and... I am going to be the host with the most danger. And if I am the host with the most, he is the beast with the least. His name is Sarge. Say hi, Sarge. You know
1: what? Now I'm not now I'm not going to take the gloves off this entire time just for you. You guys are welcome.
0: All right, and the vicarious monster. <laughs> we love our B-words. Yes, yes, yes we do. So, Tonight on this episode of the is for podcast, I say tonight, but you may not be listening to it in the dawn or the dusk of the day, the, the night of the day. On this episode of the is for podcast, we are at the letter T and T is for Twisted Metal. I love some Twisted Metal. Sarge, what has been your history, your experience? Tell me your feelings on Twisted Metal.
1: Okay, so... I have zero opinions about twisted metal. Okay, because I never played it.
0: Okay, wow, like at all? None of them. There's been quite a few of them. Yep.
1: Well, you have to remember, my life is just a wee bit different than y'all's. I mean did your did your grandfather
0: record twisted metal on VHS Insanity? By no, the time
2: sure. Twisted Metal came out, Steven was 38 years old and he just wasn't into video games. <laughs> That's no. They I'm, were I'm
1: 41 them. years old and I am still in the video games. It's just when the Twisted Metal games came out like we were living in like Izmir, Turkey and we had visited Germany and you know we you can't really play the games. And then like in the early 2000s, you know, I was in the military so I worked 16-hour days. And I deployed a lot, so there's not a lot of time to play games. A lot of stuff fell to the wayside.
0: Well, happened. thanks
2: for depressing us all at the top of this episode. He's you...
0: not depressing. He didn't depress me. He just made me feel like I don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> Monster, what is your history feelings of, feelings about Twisted Metal? Tell me where you are in the vehicular onslaught, vehicular uh manslaughter, combat, whatever. Go just, on. Just stop. Just stop.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the PlayStation came out in 1995 and Twisted Metal was one of the first games for the system. It might not have been 95. It might have been 96. But I remember my family went over to a friend's house who had a PlayStation that he was trying to sell. And he basically told my dad, look, I'll give you a real good deal on this PlayStation. I got a bunch of games for it. There's just one little catch. The laser on the PlayStation doesn't work exactly right. Plays games fine. You just have to flip the console upside down
0: when (laughs) you play it. So airflow is not a problem.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know, maybe a hundred bucks. And my dad got the PlayStation and a dozen games. And I think the first game I played on it over at their house was Twisted Metal. And, you know, I've, I've talked about on this show before being a big into Sega Genesis and then I had a Sega Saturn and stuff. But Twisted Metal was cool, man. Like I'd, I had played other games where you wreck cars into other cars and stuff like that. But Twisted Metal had a, had an attitude about it that like I loved one of my favorite games when I was a kid was the Road Rash games. Mm-hmm. And, and Twisted yes. Metal. Twisted Metal was
0: like Road Rage. With guns. (laughs) It's funny you say that because that's part of how the game came to be. Sorry. That's sorry. Oh, I'm good at this stuff. (laughs) Sorry. Do you look like you had something to add there for a second?
1: Well, I heard this wonderful noise. And yeah. I was just wondering if anybody else was going to acknowledge
0: it. Oh, no. I'm going to fully acknowledge that, Monster, you need to turn off all your toys. I mean, your phone and, during <laughs> recording.
2: Oh, uh, sorry. I posted an adorable reel of my daughter's earlier. Mm. I'm getting a lot of likes.
0: I apologize. It is adorable. I did see it. It was, it was a key thing. Thank you. So, I haven't
1: had a chat. I, I will check out your reels when we're done.
0: My yeah. daughters are starting a band. <laughs> oh, yeah? Alright, so let's talk twisted metal. Sorry, I didn't talk about my my feelings of twisted metal. I love Apparently you, don't care. I, I No, I don't care. That's what I'm talking about tonight. No, I love <laughs> twisted metal. I didn't play all of the games. There's quite a few of them. There's a couple of them that in my research I found I I skipped them for a reason, evidently. I just they didn't ever stick out to me, so I don't know. But twisted metal is a cool thing. It is a a genre of game I wish would come back. It's the vehicular combat video game section of games needs to come back. Now, Road Rash, I would love to do an episode on Road Rash, and I've actually started compiling notes just for fun because I love it. And uh, Road Redemption is a great game and it's basically the spiritual successor of it, but we're not here for Road Rash. We are here for Twisted Metal. So, a gentleman by the name of David Jaff, J-A-F-F-E, Jaff or Jaffe? I'm not sure. Jaffe. Jaffe. So, Jaffe. Jaffe. Yeah, David Jaffe. Um, it's not <laughs> Jaffe, I promise. He <laughs> How was would a, you know? He was a tester at uh, Sega, or not Sega, sorry. You said Sega, and it's got me on Sega. He, Sega. Was, a, he was a tester yep. for Sony, and then later a designer for Sony ImageSoft, as we will get to a little bit. And he was appointed head of design for Sony's first home console, the PlayStation. And he had difficulty establishing positive relationships with people at Sony because of his ego <laughs> he, with like, he was basically given a game and he was like, oh, this is going straight to my head. I'm not going to fit in the offices, office doors of anybody that to go talk to. And nobody liked him over there, but he made one friend a guy named Mike Geim. And uh, they went over to Santa Monica's studio, the Santa Monica (laughs) studio (laughs) of PlayStation and talked to Alan Becker. And then they came together and they got a meeting with Evans and Sutherland company in Salt Lake city. Now, Sarge, have you ever heard of Evans and Sutherland? Sounds familiar.
1: probably got rebranded into something else later on though.
0: Later it did. Okay. Evans and Sutherland was a commercial and military computer simulation firm. Mm. Yeah. And so it makes sense to me that a military computer simulation firm had their hand in something like this. It does. I'll, I'll, It's just, it makes complete sense. So they had been contracted by Sony to create a 3D game for the new system. It was supposed to be something big. Basically, Jaffe convinced them with his ego, you know, with his hubris. And they convinced them to take a chance on them. Sometimes you just walk into the room
2: with your big ego and you slap it on the table and you tell people, hey, look at this. Pay attention to me. And then, boom, you get the gig. Look at the size of my ego. Look at this above average length
0: ego. You need to give me money and trust me with this project. But here's the thing that I thought was funny. That... The development team that they created at first couldn't come up with a concept for a game. And so he convinced Sony to let him create a game for their first home console without having an idea for a game, which seems absurd to me. See, that's one of those deals where you lie on your resume, but you
2: still get the job. Confidence is half the battle. Even if you don't know what you're doing, if you pretend like you know what you're doing you'll get the job.
0: Hey, my resume now says that I was a district manager for Circuit City and Soys R and they have nobody to call to find out.
2: That's fair. Yeah, That's fair. And, and also, you know, to go along with that, Danger, you hired me at one point. I did. And uh, it you had no reason to. It was, to. A, it was a huge mistake. So
0: yeah, moving on. So they wanted to come up with ideas to use the Evans and Sutherland technology, but they had a hard time doing it. So, returning from one of the meetings, the lead designers were stuck in a traffic jam on Interstate 405, and they started joking around and fantasizing about their cars having guns and missiles <laughs> to destroy the other cars to get them out of the way. Javi said, we had these amazing visions of this Michael Bay or Michael Mann action movie going down the 405 in L.A., with car combat out of Mad Max and Potpourri of Explosions, which a Potpourri of Explosions is one of my new favorite expressions.
2: <laughs> so, so oh, so ahead. many great ideas come from waiting in line and being frustrated. Do you know that that's how the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre yes. movie?
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Toby Hooper was stuck in line at, at a hardware store and he saw a display of chainsaws and he was like, God, I bet if I grabbed one of those chainsaws and revved it, everybody would get the hell out of my way. It's, it's funny how much like
0: just being impatient has colored our pop culture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so basically, these guys came up with this idea in a joke in traffic, and they were like, wait, this is the idea. And so they went back and put together this idea, fleshed out this whole concept of this thing. So the vehicular combat idea was pitched to the Utah programmers and they changed it into a pizza delivery simulation, which I don't know how <laughs> we jumped to that, but Sony said no. <laughs> and oh, more, I love it. I want to play the pizza game. And the more violent concept one. So Evans and Sutherland officially joined with the designers because they then had a way to use their technology to create this game. And so then they formed Single Track Studios in the in the spring of 2004, and they were given a deadline of less than 12 months and 2 million dollars in advance royalties to develop a game for PlayStation. So Hold on, hold, all right, go hold on. on. Back to the pizza delivery game for just a second. I don't have a lot of information on it, but go
2: ahead. Paperboy Rule. Paperboy. Paperboy okay. was a great game. If you could have had a game where you were a pizza delivery guy, I would have been down with that. Twisted- that would have been awesome. Twisted Paperboy. Yeah, you show up with the
1: pizza. But they did and- have a pizza delivery game. What was that? It was for a limited time only, and it was from Domino's and it was called Avoid Denoid.
2: No, 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 no. That's not a pizza delivery I game.
0: I think like- delivering pizza was part of it. I don't. It was part of it. So it I mean, was
2: it was part of a mission in the original Spider-Man game for PlayStation.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay, moving on, sorry. So Singletrack began developing two projects at the same time. And they were two games, one named Warhawk and the other one Twisted Metal. And they were codenamed Warhawk was codenamed Red Mercury. And Twisted Metal was codenamed Firestorm. The working title of them. And so people couldn't. You know, be like, hey, you're working on Twisted Metal, which would have meant nothing at the time because we had nothing to base it off of. Anyway, so then during the testing phase of of the games, you would actually be able to fly the Warhawk ship around in the first arena of Twisted Metal and fire weapons at the cars below. And the second and third arenas of Twisted Metal were originally one large stage... The design the designers found the stage was too large for the limited number of enemies and that created several technical issues and so they split it into two levels and made them smaller so the second and third were originally one and before the final game was settled on you actually went through three different things the the three titles of the the twisted metal was either was going to be urban assault cars and rockets or high octane all of those names suck.
2: Okay. I'm a big fan of names that tell you exactly what it is. So I kind of like the name Cars and Rockets. Like, <laughs> Twisted Metal is cooler. Don't get me wrong. Right. But Twisted but Metal Cars... is much more 1998. Sure, sure. But Cars and Rockets says, hey, do you know what you're playing? It's a game that involves cars shooting rockets.
0: (laughs) Yes, this is true. This is true. So do we need to go through an overview of the end game that they end up coming out with twisted metal? Do we need to come up with what the game is? I think
2: you need to do a very quick version of that. The cliff Notes version because Sarge has no idea what the hell we're talking about. I know. I mean, I know the premise of the game. Uh, you uh, get uh,
1: the uh, cars, uh, uh, and you customize them with different loadouts and different freaking weaponry. And you go no, you shoot no, or you pick no. cars with different weaponry. You couldn't. You couldn't
0: customize early on. Really? No. Early on, it was. You've got car with rockets. <laughs> so, in concept, it's a derm- demolition derby game. That's what it is. But but with
2: pew-pews on your car. (laughs)
0: Ballistic projectiles, machine guns, mines, and other types of weapons, up to and including satellite-based weapons and nuclear weapons.
1: So it's like driving through Chicago right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So player player chooses a vehicle and an arena. And that's in multiplayer. In story mode, you don't pick an arena, you pick a vehicle, and then you go through the stories and you play a story. That I mean story it's story
2: mode story mode is basically like Street Fighter, but instead of being a one guy punching and kicking, you're a dude driving some kind of vehicle blowing shit up. I mean if there's not the stories in these kind of games are very loose,
0: but Well, actually you know, I actually I've I've learned that there is a through storyline to every game and the story does connect to each game. It's it's very much so there. Look, but,
2: if you're playing twisted metal for the story, I whatever. Like but I, I can't it, to me you. it's
0: kinda like it's kinda like Mortal Kombat. You're not playing for the story, but there is a through storyline through every game. Now, um, Mortal Kombat has been around long enough and had to continue writing this story that has um, sucked. Uh, It's not been a good story for most of its lifespan, but that's my opinion. So, a variety of weapons and upgrades are obtainable by pickups scattered throughout the stage. The last driver alive is the winner. Woo! (laughs) Woo! That's that's all. Although each individual game features its own storyline, they all revolve around Twisted Metal, a vehicular combat tournament hosted once a year. In almost all the games, it's hosted by a man named Calypso. The general goal is to destroy all opponents. The games in single player and story mode of the series usually have a healthy dose of dark humor.
2: It's like Mario Kart for your edgy goth older sister. I mean that's basically what it is. You leave Charisse alone. <laughs> Charlice Casey? Or Char wow. Honeycutt. <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm sorry, Charlese is Casey's AKA when he's dressed as a cross. That's only
1: that's only oh. Thursday night. That's only when he wants to go
0: into the women's bathroom. I mean, I don't I just go in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in each game, of course, you steer your car. You get power ups. Blah blah blah. The first game was released in North America, November fifth, nineteen ninety five. Sorry, I'm trying to steer us back on a course.
2: <laughs> I like
1: your, your app description of the game. You steer.
0: You steer. A car, like you steer so, a car. You shoot guns, which your machine guns are unlimited. Nothing else is unlimited. You you so, steer around you the level.
2: These like wildly inventive and creative vehicles with all kinds of different weaponry to use to destroy other cars. Oh and yeah. it's You a-
0: focus on the steering. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Rocket league has become (laughs) widespread and a huge game. It should not be the level that it is without having a pew pew on it to have more fun. The twist of metal games were so much fun. I miss them so much. I want them back. (laughs) So that that's, we talk about
2: this in music and movies and all this other kind of stuff. You got to have the, the foundation laid by something to get to the thing that everybody knows now. And Twisted Metal had to crawl so Rocket League could run. Like, that's. I feel like without games like Road Rash and Twisted Metal and even Mario Kart, you wouldn't even have games like Rocket League. In Rocket League, you couldn't steer.
0: You couldn't yes, steer. Yes, you can. You can't blow shit up. Yeah. No, it's. The Twisted Metal games were a lot of fun because it was not a track like in Mario Kart. You were in an open area. And of course, as the games went on, you got into more and more open area. But all right. The first game was released in North North America, November 5th, 1995. Europe, January 13th. And Japan, November 15th. I don't know why it was delayed in those other regions, but this one was developed by Single Trek, of course, like we talked about. And it was published by... Sony Computer Entertainment. Now, the game's plot is centered on the competition, like we talked about, and it was really what you were talking about a minute ago, Monster. It laid the groundwork. It pretty much just, you know, here it is. Now, the game takes place in the streets of Los Angeles on Christmas Eve 2005. And this time it was in the future. (laughs) And there are so many of these games that are in the future, which is now our past. Yeah. I love the games that were set in like
2: 20XX. Like they're like, we'll never get there. Just put some yeah. X's. Yep. Yeah. And now we're here. We're past it. Uh, like when and Skynet it's so went. much worse. Yeah.
1: Kind of like when Skynet went active.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, I believe. <laughs> when was that? I believe Skynet oh. should have gone active and we should have gone back to the future by now.
1: Yeah. 100%. Yep.
0: One of those has
2: happened. Please Back to the yeah. Future. <laughs> what was that guy's don't... name?
1: What, what 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 was that time traveler guy's name? Marty hey, McFly. Hey. You no,
2: you leave Bishago out of this. Okay, well, I, I <laughs> uh, forgot. Why does every episode do we draw, drag that man's name through the mud? You guys are animals.
0: It see you couldn't get uh, Marty Bishago, I mean Andy Bishago in Twisted Metal. <laughs> but if sure, you, you
2: could. But... He could. He could drive like a big like robotic. Pegasus
0: that shoots. It's a different game. It's a different game. No, he would drive. He would drive the Gettysburg. I hate you guys. So, all right. What I think is funny about the game being set the future of two thousand five is that okay? So the levels. What a year! The first level in the first game is called the arena. It's an underground arena. Do you guys know of any underground arena where, and if I remember correctly in the game, it was they had to go under underground to be safe. I don't I don't know where of one, where one exists. So, the third level is quite accurate. So, you said it was driving through Chicago. Nope. The third level is called Freeway Free For All. And you drive the freeways of Los Angeles shooting your guns and stuff. And the if you guys have never driven in LA, it's an absolute nightmare. Just absolute nightmare.
2: I've driven in Atlanta and that was bad enough. So I can
0: only imagine.
1: I've driven in DC. I will never, yeah, ever Disney do it sucks. again. Sucks.
0: Yeah, you're right. So after defeating all the opponents, player must face a final boss minion in each level Calypso. No, Calypso is the final boss. And that's in the sixth and final level, Rooftop Combat. And it takes place on the rooftops of Los Angeles, which I don't remember. Yes, I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Rooftop Combat. I don't remember there being edges to it, but I feel like you could drive off easily. So maybe that was too much processing power for the PS1. But, all right. And the game is won when all the minion bosses are defeated. Woo. I... Concepts like that in games, for something to try to explain that to me, it's like each boss has a each level has a boss. No shit. The game's over when you die. Yes, I understand that. That's every game. I don't understand why things try to explain that to me. So all right. Twisted Metal was first shown alongside Warhawk at the first E3 in Los Angeles between May 11th, May 13th, 1995. The two games were at the PlayStation tent, and they were the first ones available outside Japan, and were a large part of the advertising for the Western debut of the PlayStation, which made everybody go, oh shit, this is going to be great. Retailers and members of the press were given custom twisted metal license plates to promote the game, which I think was cool. And Twisted Metal went gold and had a budget of eight hundred and fifty million or eight hundred fifty thousand when it was all said and done. So originally they had two million, and then they were struck down to eight hundred and fifty. So and that's one of
2: those games. Like I, I, I wouldn't put it on par with you know mascot games like Sonic and Mario and stuff. But I kind of remember there for a little while PlayStation. When you listed like the the top, you know, two or three tier games, Twisted Metal was always near the top. Like Absolutely. that was like a selling point for the
0: system for sure. Absolutely. So, Twisted Metal Two, it's the second game in the series. If you didn't get that by the two, <laughs> I left certain things in my notes that I came across. And I was like, "That's so dumb of an explanation." We're going to put it in there. So in in Europe. It was known as Twisted Metal World Tour. And in Japan, it was known as Twisted Metal X, EX. I don't know why that. S E X? No, just EX. It, no, um, Twisted Metal Sex was a different game in a different video. You have that. We don't. I never played that one.
1: Sorry, it's Monster, that- AKA Sweet Tooth.
0: Yeah. No, no, that's. Look, I'm into some
2: weird stuff, but that whole like human with car thing like that's not that's not me
0: i'm not into that sorry sarge likes big tail (laughs)
2: putt oh i love it so they're in danger going up there. going you want me to blow your horn (laughs) the best part is if you do a facial you just turn the windshield wipers on
0: (laughs) honka honka (laughs) Alright, so (laughs) the game was again developed by Singletrack, and it was put out by Sony. And yes, there's a reason why I've mentioned that several times. It was also put out onto Windows, and it uh, has a slightly cut down on the graphics version, but that's really the only difference. But this game actually featured multiplayer, but you had to have... No, excuse me. It featured multiplayer... But you had to have a modem to get online to do it over the internet. So you could play multiplayer for the first one, but this one you could play online. But what year? What year did that come out? This came out in oh, 1997.
1: Sure.
0: Yes. Yep, yeah, actually. Yep. Yeah. Well, they get the
1: year right? Yep. Yeah. So it was the age of the 56K modem. hmm. You could play online,
2: but you had to go through the... for about 10 minutes first. Yep. And Man, God forbid if...
0: I mean, yeah, if you were in the middle of a... Mom, hang like up the phone! Death match and mom decided to call grandma <laughs> on the rotary. Yeah, in the kitchen with the long-ass cord. Yeah, oof, that was that was bad. Anyway, so do the uh, two-player does make the return, you know, where you do have the uh, option to go online, which I don't remember online gameplay ever being a thing until I don't the end of the uh, PS2 maybe
2: I was going to say I don't think early, I ever
1: early 2000s I
2: yeah. don't remember ever even trying to play online until my PS3 yeah like, I don't remember really I, doing it much on my own I I did on the
1: PS2 and that was right when like DSL came out and you're like 10 megabytes a second, sign me up. It's only $100 a month, but you didn't have to have a second phone line. (laughs) Right,
0: right, right. So, in addition to two-player mode, the second game offered a co-op mode, which I've always liked co-op modes in games. I just always have. But no ending if the game is completed in co-op mode. So you can't actually beat the game in co-op mode, which... Ended up pissing a lot of people off because they didn't know until they got to the end of the game. So when <laughs> we I, say
1: co-op, are we saying true
0: co-op or are we saying split screen? If you played online over the internet, you could play with a buddy and defeat all the stages, defeat Calypso until mom made a call. Or you could play local co-op, so split screen, and then still play the same levels as actual co-op like that. And then there was no actually actual beating the game where the game would say, you know, you won or whatever it was at the end of it, or you beat Calypso. I don't even know if you could get to that level in co-op mode. But I do know that there was a lot of people that got pissed off because they didn't know they couldn't actually beat the game in co-op mode. And they got their buddies over and they were like, hey, we're going to play Twisted Metal. It's got co-op mode. And they never beat the game together and so they put in hours together and didn't get anywhere and it pissed a lot of people off and if you had a co-op game it wouldn't save to the uh the the card what was it The memory card yeah memory card sorry for some reason my memory wasn't working on the word memory (laughs) yeah memory card memory card all right so the plot of this one is that it happens in the future of 2006. <laughs> <laughs> what a year. Yeah, I know <laughs> Los Angeles is in ruins and its citizens left to struggle for survival. After the conclusion of twisted metal, a brutal contest held by Calypso. As we know exactly one year earlier on Christmas Eve, the first one was hit he- was held. And so this was happening exactly one year later on Christmas Eve on his air shift, And the ticker on it ran Calypso ruler of the earth, which I think it's great and his airships flying over at LA, Calypso wonders where the next Twisted Metal will take place. Fourteen of the world's best drivers are already assembled to compete for whatever prize they desire. Calypso decides that the world itself shall serve as a battleground. In addition to the remains of Los Angeles, drivers also battle in Moscow, Paris, Asmonia, or Amazonia, New York City, Antarctica, Holland, and Hong Kong. After defeating the opponents in Amazonia, the player must face Minion before proceeding to New York City. The Dark Tooth boss. Uh, that fight takes place after the player defeats all the opponents in Hong Kong. Once Dark Tooth and his flaming head is defeated, the driver meets with Calypso New York to receive their prize. Now, Dark Tooth, the image of seeing Dark Tooth for the first time with his flaming head. Is burned in my skull because I wanted it to be different than it was, but I'm glad that it was what it is. But I still want it to be different, <laughs> and that's that's where that exists. And I don't understand. Anyway, single Track began brainstorming ideas for for this game in 1995, just right after the first one launched. Thanks saw how big it was, and Twist of Metal was given 16 months for development and. The full, full budget—the full two million dollar budget. So they were given quite a bit more time, you know, where they got twelve months in the first for the first game. So this one was a financial and critical success. PlayStation sold one point seven more copies, one point seven four million copies in the first year in the United States alone. It has a score of eighty six point four four on uh, game rankings, which is pretty damn good. This
2: is two episodes back to back where part two just murdered the first one.
0: (laughs) Well, I think it's because the first one was very much so a testing ground for what they're going to be able to do. And then they put out this game and they went, Oh shit, this is a really good idea. People really like this one. And they went bigger and better on the second one. Now, I love those first two games. And then I didn't play them for a while. And then you didn't play them. I didn't play other ones. Now, Twisted Metal 2 was runner-up at EGM's monthly action game of the year. Do you know what it was behind? What the game that... I do. I
1: do know what it was behind. Sarge? It was behind podbean.com slash Sarge to get a free month of podcasting. Terms and conditions apply. Please read them. Don't come crying to us if you use the promo code. And you're like, I don't understand the terms and conditions. All right. So just do that. That's podbean.com slash dangerousarge. Get your free month. It helps you. It helps us. Back to you.
0: So while podbean.com is very important, it was actually behind the Die Hard trilogy of games, which I didn't even know Die Hard was a trilogy. of games. I didn't know Die Hard was. Yeah. There was a whole very popular trilogy of games for, for uh, those movies. They're like very popular. I didn't know it, and I want to play them now. Why? Because I can. That's what I want. That's the only explanation I have for it.
2: So, 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 in addition right. to the Die Hard trilogy games that were a lot of fun, there was also the game One, which was one of the first. Uh, or no, it wasn't called. It was called Apocalypse. That's right. Um, it starred Bruce Willis, and it was one of the first PlayStation games I ever played. And it was literally just this really mediocre top-down shoot-em-up action game. But Bruce Willis had a
0: bunch of one-liners in it. So so it's basically like the first all and of- second GTA games, but with Bruce Willis doing voiceover.
2: Exactly. So do not sleep on Bruce Willis-related properties on the PlayStation.
0: I, I'm <laughs> not going to sleep on him. He might be sleeping because... He's getting he's getting old now.
2: He he needs to take a nap. Yeah.
0: Does. Who does, Bruce, does. Will- Bruce Willis? Yes. Bruce Willis.
2: Yes. Bruce Willis.
1: Bruce He's not doing too hot no, medically. No, he's, no,
2: no, he's not. No,
1: but you so know, good. Matt. But Matt props to him for finishing all of his all of his movies that he had already
2: in production. Mm-hmm. He finished those out. Yep. He's not accepting anymore. So just sure they had to put a hearing aid in his ear and feed him his lines because he couldn't remember them and he can't act. So he had to just stand still and. It doesn't matter.
0: Please continue. Okay. Don't. So Frosty Treats, a ice cream truck company, which I wasn't aware that they were ice cream truck companies. I thought it was just like, like you know, independent business guys, like one or two trucks or whatever. But as a company. They filed a lawsuit against Sony stating that Twisted Metal 2 infringed on the company's trademarks through the use of the phrase Frosty Treats as well as similarities between the video game Clown Sweet Tooth and the company's own Safety Clown. Didn't Sweet Tooth have flaming hair like he was
1: on
2: a a Fuego? I don't think he did in the beginning. I think he did later. Uh. Wait, wait, wait. So there was a problem between Sweet Tooth and Safety Clown?
0: Well, the company's Safety Clown, I couldn't find a name for what the Safety Clown was, but they don't look that similar. So... This is an actual court case. In Frosty Treats Incorporated versus Sony Computer Entertainment America Incorporated, (laughs) the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Eighth Court Circuit, the Eighth Circuit, ruled against the trademark claims because they were either too generic or were unlikely to cause confusion amongst customers. If you go to an ice cream truck expecting anything but ice cream, you know, if you don't know that
2: truck sells meth,
0: you're getting no. No,
2: I remember. I remember going up to a ice cream truck expecting ice cream and being bombarded with machine gun shells <laughs> and a rocket launcher. Like, yeah, no, I see why they sued. That makes perfect sense. I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, it's
1: like true. Like, what is that? Truest and Truliant, Truliant, whatever the hell Truliant, that bank yeah. is.
0: It's a credit you know, union. It's my credit union. I like True Lyant.
1: True Lion True True Lion took Truest to court because the name Truest was too close to True Lion. And they were afraid that their that their freaking customer is gonna walk to the wrong bank.
0: I mean, I haven't, so you know. Twist of Metal 3. <laughs> After cons- contractual disputes with Singletrack, Twist of Metal development was halted by Sony's in-house development team. 989 Studios. The Twist of Metal titles developed by 989 were fundamentally different. Single Track owned the engine used for the first two titles, and entirely new engine had to be built from scratch. One of the major changes that resulted were the introduction of advanced physics, simulation, and AI technique to the series. David Jeff said, ja- Have we settled on Jaff or Jaffy? I don't know. Oh, just call him DJ. Just call him DJ. Let's roll with it. DJ, (laughs) I felt uncomfortable and dirty. All right. Yeah, you had to think about it. Yeah. DJ on these two entries uh, in the series said, and in and of themselves, they're good games. They're just not good Twisted Metal games. And that's something that I think should actually be applied to a lot of different things, that something isn't bad in itself, but it's not, deserving of the moniker that has been given like the last fantastic four movie that we got was not a bad movie it was a bad fantastic four movie you know i think that that is something that we could apply to plenty of things so i'm
2: i'm gonna start adopting
0: that philosophy when like i get out of bed
2: i'm not having a good day be like hey look this is a fine day but it's not a luke Demoss day you know what i mean like
0: I think that's fair. I like that. Okay. I mean, if you want to use that, that's fine. No, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. So, Twisted Metal 3 was released in North America on November 10th. Now, it is the first installment not to be released in the PAL regions. Are you guys familiar with the PAL regions? Nope. Uh, I've heard the term, but I don't know exactly what that means. The PAL regions actually explains why Sarge didn't get Twisted Metal. At least the third the third one, third and fourth, I believe. Pal region is a television publication territory that covers most of Europe and Africa, alongside parts of Asia, South America, and Oceania. Pal Region usually corresponds to Europe, New Zealand, Australia, Middle East, India, and Africa. And so that's the reason like it, it didn't get out to the rest of the world, basically. It came out in America. So it's the first game to be fully developed by 989, Twistabella 3. Received mixed reviews. It wasn't It wasn't great. But the most notable thing about the game. Is that the soundtrack. Was dominated by Rob Zombie and Pitch Shifter. There you go. So the game was commercially successful. It sold 1.14 million copies. In the first year. In the United States. Didn't sell overseas. Because it wasn't released there. So gameplay is relatively the same. And that's the thing about it. It every game has a story, every game has multiplayer. And we're getting closer and closer to the uh, to to the online gameplay. You know, the more online gameplay doesn't require a modem. So <laughs> the interactive environments of Twisted Metal 3 was the big upgrade. And it allowed roaming the battlefields with few restrictions. So your big upgrade to in Twisted Metal 3 was that you could get around more. That's really it. They didn't do a whole lot... There we go. They didn't really do a whole lot as far as updating the game. But again, they had to rebuild the engine from scratch. So, after developing the first two games, uh, Single Track was bought out by GT, GT Interactive, which meant they could no longer develop for the series. They were limited to producing games published by GT Interactive, and Twisted Metal was property of Sony Computer. So... Track had the engine, Sony had the name, but they couldn't work together at that point. It just kind of... Business ruins everything, basically. It was initially announced that Twisted l 3 was being developed by Sony, by a Sony internal team, DJ, because I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name anymore, uh, would head up development for the first two games, but ultimately he was only credited under the name or under special thanks in the game. He had nothing to do with the third and fourth or third game. I think he has something to do with the fourth one, but uh, the fourth one, same sort of thing was not released overseas. It came out in 99 developed by nine, eight, nine, nothing really special about the fourth one. It really didn't do anything to expand on things. And yeah, I mean, it just kind of, it did fine. It didn't do great. Uh, I didn't even find how many uh, copies it sold. I do know that it uh, it had 13 playable characters, and that was it. So unlike previous games in the series, each game comes with its own boss and two bosses in the oil rig. But the oil rig was a stage in the game.
2: It It kind of reminds me of like the the sports games that you had at the time your your maddens your 2k's what whatever they just sort of kept repeating the same formula mm-hmm. and the only thing they were updating was the rosters and the locations they weren't really doing much with the actual gameplay to to shake it up and make it feel new or or unique
0: in any kind of way but the unique thing that they did add to this one were the updating of the roster within those 13 playable characters, you could only get to all 13 after beating all the bosses in story mode. Then they all became selectable characters. And also Mr. Rob Zombie was added as a playable character of the game because he had a huge number of songs on the soundtrack like that. So makes sense to me. So basically... Single Track was making it. Single Track had an issue with Sony. Single Track left Sony, and then Sony basically went, well, we don't have that game anymore, but we still have the title, so we're going to use the title, and we're going to get things that we want for the game. And then here, Twisted Metal Black was the next game that I played. I didn't play three or four. Black was great, but it was really dark, and it was kind of hard to see. Hence the name Black. Anyway, after developing several non-Twisted Metal Vehicular combat games, which vehicular combat is a phrase that I love in addition to potpourri of destruction. And there's not enough games that
2: fall under that category.
0: Yep. So, they made quite a few for GT Interactive. A large number of single-track employees left the company to form Incognito Entertainment. And they all signed under Sony. (laughs) So, much of the Twisted Metal original creative team was back with Sony. It seemed like a sidestep for not a whole lot of reasons. couldn't find a lot of reason for why they did it. So this was the first time they came back to Sony to make a Twisted Metal game. Monster, you were... Did I see your hand?
2: Oh, I'm sure there is some sort of fiscal reason. Oh, I'm
0: sure. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry. I thought I saw your hand like you had a question. but Yeah, you just yeah it was...
2: There. Yeah,
0: it, it was a, um, you know, making it rain kind of gestures. <laughs> uh, so one of the games that they actually created for GT Interactive was a uh, one of my favorite vehicular combat games ever, which was Vigilante 8. If you guys love this thing, I highly recommend it. This, this whole vehicular combat. Highly recommend Vigilante 8. Even more absurd, you know, cars. I think there's one guy who's just a big muscle guy with his arms out and he's got big tractor tires on the, on his arms. And that's like, that's his car. No, that's a, that's a Twisted Metal character. Is it? Okay. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Axel. But the, the thing that stuck out to me at Vigilante 8 was at the load screen for each stage, you could actually take the CD out and put your CD in and listen yes. to your CD playing it. I thought that was a cool thing. There, there was a couple
2: of games for the PlayStation one that you could do that with. And I wish more games, especially now, like with the technology we have, that should be an option on every game.
0: <laughs> it should, but they just keep giving us, uh, either a more expensive game because of the licensing rights for the, uh, the music, the soundtrack in it or whatever. So- look, look.
2: I just finished God of War Ragnarok. I played the whole thing. I beat it. I didn't 100% it, but I put 40 hours into it. Look, the soundtrack is great. Would I have preferred it have been Limp Biscuit and Corn? Yes. Who wouldn't have? But, you know, it is fine for what it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Twisted Metal Black is a reboot of the Twisted Metal series. It was released June 18th, 2001. It has an online-only multiplayer variant, Twisted Metal Black Online. It was released a year later as a free sendaway, so you actually had to send off to get the code to use it or whatever. Now, that is pretty much where, like, the games that we got. There were a few little spinoffs. There were a few ports to PSP and back to whatever, but nobody cares about those. Those were the main, the main steps in it. Now, we only got five actual releases of Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal Black sold 950,000 copies and earned $31 in the United States in the first year. I think we need to get another one. There have been several canceled games along the way, but we haven't gotten another actual game. Sarge?
1: I'm going to make a prediction. All right. I'm gonna predict that we will have another twisted metal game very, very soon, sooner than y'all think.
0: I'm gonna say you're right.
1: Um, the only reason why I say that is because I know in like July of July of this year, we're getting a twisted metal TV show yep. starring Anthony Mackie. Yep.
2: yep. Yep. Now, are we are we suggesting that we'll have something similar to Street Fighter the movie, the game, Twisted Metal the Series the game.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean. All right. So leading up to the show. In February 2012, Sony hired Brian Taylor. He was the director of Crank, Crank High Voltage, Gamer, which is actually a pretty good movie. I, I liked Gamer. But I like Gamer. And then he was one of the directors on Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, which was terrible. So
1: Luke's favorite monster's favorite movie, right right, right next to Independence Day.
0: No. <laughs> no. So he was hired to co-write and direct the film. Five years later, Brian Taylor confirmed that Sony had passed on the Twisted Metal movie, which seems dumb. And he said the the series, they didn't feel the series had a fan base to warrant the higher budget it would have cost to put the movie together. It absolutely does. But Twisted Metal was the inspiration for the slaughter race in Ralph breaks the internet. So cool. That was the only little little thing we got. I feel like the I feel like Twisted Metal was more of an inspiration on like the the car race in Ready Player 1. That's just me though. Uh death race the Death Race movies. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, there's not been any actual Twisted Metal thing until the TV series. So, it's been developed by, John, or by Michael Jonathan Smith. They're going to be half-hour episodes, which I think is the wrong move. And it will come out July 27th, 2023. I do think the right move is that it's going to be 10 episodes. That's it. I like an 8-10 to 10 episode series. I do think it should be hour-long episodes. So, the premise of the game, in a post-apocalyptic wasteland, John Doe, a talkative milkman with amnesia, is given a mission to traverse the desolate world to deliver a cryptic pac- package in order to stay alive. Alongside the assistance of Quiet, a rash car thief, Doe faces life altering opportunity, but must confront ruthless marauders in deadly and destructive vehicles to secure a chance. At a better future. I don't need all that. Give me cars with guns and put them in an area and let them blow each other. I don't need a plot. I, I don't need it. Anthony Mackey is a great actor. I like him, but I don't need all that. That's just, I, I don't need all that. I understand that you gotta give me something. Fine. But I don't want it. Monster?
2: I was just gonna say, uh, I kind of missed the day where we made a movie. Yeah. I don't... I don't really have five to ten hours to devote to a twisted metal story. Yeah,
1: but, but it's it's this 30 minute episode so you can watch them in a crapper and you're fine.
0: I'm not yeah, in there but, long enough for an episode. I'm I'm in and out. Well, I don't want to spend a lot of time in there. Just I sure. I, I, I I am. I I might have
2: IBS. But the point is is I just wish that everything didn't have to be a damn series. Like I love that they want to expand on the mythos and pathos and mythology of all these things, but I just like hour to two hours. Like, let's just, let's just make a film. Let's just make a, a, an event. Like, why does it have to be a series? It's always like,
0: I don't have episodic. a problem. I don't have a problem with the series. If the story they're telling warrants the series, but also at the same time, I feel like if you give me a twist of middle movie, you're gonna take out a lot of the plot that I don't need. So we know Anthony Mackie is John Doe, the Milkman, and Stephanie uh Beatritz, which I I know I did not pronounce your last name right. I know her from um Brooklyn nine nine. She's great. She's gonna be Quiet, which is uh the uh the assistant to. Now, Will Arnett is the voice of Sweet Tooth, and Samoa yes. Joe is the embodiment of sweet tooth? I'm okay with that if he's portrayed right. Now, based on the trailer, I 100 think he will be, but I've been fooled before. Now, the last thing I'm going to say about the show is that it was given a budget of 20 or excuse me, 72.3 million. Great, give me a good budget for a good show. Shooting in New Orleans started May of last year, 2022. And he said, we dealt with lighting delays, hurricane threats, extreme heat, and cars that wouldn't do as they were told. That's a fun production delay. In my opinion, mm-hmm. I like it when a production is delayed by the main thing. That's supposed to uh, be the, the movie, the show <laughs> just ain't gonna, ain't gonna cooperate. <laughs> so. But also in the show, there has been very little said about the soundtrack. Now, the soundtrack for um three and four, if you remember Rob Zombie, hasn't been there's nothing been said about Rob Zombie, but it has been said that Jimi Hendrix is gonna be featured in the soundtrack. And did you know that Jimi Hendrix actually had an accident when he was 16? It was just a fender bender.
1: Oh, nicely <clears throat> done, nicely done. <clears throat> that was good. <laughs> Joke was terrible.
0: Segway was great. You know, great. it's not always about the destination. It's about the journey. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Bender, bender. I'm yeah. so angry.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, When is a car not a car?
0: When it's a door. No. When it
2: turns when... into a driveway.
0: Yeah. Sorry. I was thinking uh, when is a door not a door when it's a jar?
2: Yeah. You should yeah. be sorry. Don't, yeah. don't do that.
0: Yeah. I
2: don't
1: have any... You know what? I will tell you a joke that Adeline told me today.
0: All right. Go for it.
1: So it comes comes from a five-year-old, okay? Okay. Why shouldn't you play poker with cats? Why? Because there's usually some
0: cheetahs among them. Mm. It's not bad. Yeah. You know, That's well, for, not bad. for a five-year-old girl, she is honing her dad joke skills. <laughs> I know, right? All right. Why is Miss Piggy, such a bad driver. Because all she does well, is hog the road.
2: What kind of car does a snake drive? What an and a Honda. Mm.
1: You know, I'm not even going to tell a joke after that. I'm just going to let that 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 one sit.
0: It's uncomfortable. What yeah. kind of a car? What kind of car does a dog hate? A Cadillac. What type?
1: A Cadillac.
0: Yep. Yep. And then, did you know that Teslas come with their own scent? They come with a fresh Elon Musk. bow There we go. All right, I'm done. Nope. Uh,
2: what has four wheels and flies? What? A garbage truck.
1: Uh, what has four legs and is always ready to travel? What? An elephant. Its trunk's already packed
0: yeah okay cool thank you for listening to this episode of the is for podcast on twisted metal t is for twisted metal i don't know about you guys but i want to play twisted metal again and doing this research made me want to get on and play it but i have not and i probably won't Uh, because i know myself i know me
1: i honestly i honestly might get that special offer from peacock to get like a full year for 24 dollars or some crap like that or whatever 9.99 for a full year whatever happens to be I think I did just so I could
0: watch this series. I recommend going and playing Twisted Metal Black. It was a reboot of the series. It's actually fine uh, first entry to pick up and play. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend it. So okay. if you guys could check us out on our social media platforms, Danger and yes, please. Danger and Sarge across all of them, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Shoot us a message, shoot us an email at dangerandsarge at gmail.com. If you have a suggestion for an upcoming episode, if you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like for us to hear or, or like for us to talk about, or if you just want to, you know, tell us that we're idiots, then by all means, go for it. Go for it. That's fair.
2: Yeah, that's fair. It's fair fair it statement. Would,
0: it, it would probably, it would be accurate. I'm not <laughs> going to say probably it would be, but you listen And you're at this point, and you know that now I'm telling you that's okay to go call us idiots. So I appreciate you listening. And you gotta have at least one person that's a twisted metal fan, has been at some point. Shoot them this episode. And if you think we deserve five stars, then please leave us that rating. If you don't, that's fine as well. That's that's perfectly (laughs) fine. So from all of us at Danger and Sarge and the Is For podcast, thank you for listening. Have a good day. Have a good evening.
1: Bye. Later. It's over. Done. Done.